Good morning again, everyone. It's 5 a.m., which means it is 10 a.m., it's 6 p.m., it's 4 a.m., and it's 2 a.m. And as always, it's anytime, anywhere, just like it always is. And it is also holiday season. We are four days away. I should have been doing a countdown all this time, but I haven't. Oh, well, too bad. So sad. If you weren't counting, that's on you. Four days from Christmas. I think we're already in the middle of Hanukkah. I don't know anything about Kwanzaa, but we're in the holiday season. And this just makes me think about some of the uh, sad parts of holiday season. One of them being all the people that are not around anymore. Now, usually that's me just talking about all the people I've cut out of my life because I obsessively manage my address book and my phone or just, you know, companies that I've left and people I don't talk to anymore. We just fall away from a lot of people. But no, another one was reminded of me again the other day while I was at work, just talking to somebody and talking about how I ride a motorcycle and, and it doesn't matter, family, friends, colleagues, customers, Everybody tells me the same thing when they find out I ride a motorcycle. Oh, be careful. I knew XYZ, and they had this happen to them on the bike. Again, this is a PG show, so I'm not going to make it too graphic or anything, but everybody that I know that knows somebody that rides a bike, they either made that person get rid of the bike, or somebody made that person get rid of a bike before they get in an accident, or they were in an accident, or... Worst case scenario, which is the reason I brought this up, they did know somebody who rode a bike, and I say that in the past tense for a somber reason. It's actually one of the reasons that I don't ride with anyone. I ride solo because I don't want to know anybody and have to be one of the people It's like, I knew this guy, but XYZ. I've heard enough stories from people telling me about people they knew. Uh, my brother knew somebody. My mechanic... He, he sells bikes to people, and one of, I think he told me one of his first customers is permanently disabled, and I'm not going to make you guys sad. We're going to move on to something happy in a minute, because again, it's holiday weekend, but yes, I have been hearing it for the entire three years since I got a motorcycle. Obviously, my mother was so ecstatic when I got my bike to begin with, uh, even after the one time that I was in an accident, she's like trying to get me to get rid of it, and no. I want to point out for all of my listeners that are bike riders. And yeah, I got a break character here. Oh, this ain't a phone call. It's a podcast. I got to point something out important for me to all of my listeners. Like, if you ride a bike or if you want a bike, first of all, I don't want to discourage anyone from riding a bike. I try to put as many people on bikes as possible because it is the most freedom that you can have on the ground. Flying planes is still more fun. <coughs> but ride safely. Don't lane split, even though it's legal in some states. Don't do it. Don't pop a wheelie at 100 miles an hour. Don't cut in and out of people. Don't do dumb stuff. And wear a freaking helmet if you don't wear anything else. If you want to go out and wear sandals and shorts and no gloves and just a t-shirt and whatever, if you wear one thing, wear a helmet. Get a bike and wear a helmet. And take the MSF course. Like, don't be dumb, all right? Riding bikes is fun, but yes... Even though we make up less than 1% of riders on the road, we are 50% of the fatalities. Let that number sink in with you guys. And this segment went on way longer than I wanted it to. To all my listeners, ride safe, all right? Now, even now that we're done with that, I promised you guys something yesterday. I promised I would talk some more about 
me and my cooking tragedies. I do some decent cooking, uh, but we're going to talk about all the bad stuff today so I can get picked on. This is some food for thought and what not to do with food. And yeah, so again, just a little recap from yesterday. Like we talked about the lighter fluid that my friend did with the turkey and then what I was doing with the hamburgers for a couple of years. We all had the same problem. Also, I like burgers rare, so I would just have undercooked lighter fluid burgers. We had the undercooked lighter fluid turkey. We (laughs) We had, you know, all of that going on. And it didn't improve for two years. So, but I want to talk about the other things that I've screwed up as far as food goes, right? The least offensive of all of these was pretty recently. I was making tacos for my mother and father, but they showed up an hour early. So I said, you know what? Screw it. We're not going to chop the vegetables. We're just going to throw them in a bowl. Like I chopped them a little bit, but my parents were making fun of me like, whoa, we only need to put one slice of tomato on this taco. I'm like, good. Then what's the problem? You only need to deal with one, and you just take a bite and break it up. It was just big, chunky tomatoes. The onions weren't cut for anything. So they made fun of that. They never let me live that down. Uh, I also used to have a recipe called scrumble, which is basically tummy hurdy in a bowl. And it was just scrambled eggs, hence scrumble. Scrambled eggs. It was corned beef hash, which is notoriously greasy. Bacon, notoriously greasy. Uh, it was just uh, just a pot of all of that stuff. I mean, you've got your potatoes, meat, poultry. You got the whole nine yards there. If I felt cool, I'd add some vegetables, some little some parsley flakes or something. But yeah, big big pot of scrumble, bunch of eggs, bacon, and corned beef hash. Just a sloppy, greasy Denny's flavored mess. Now I love Denny's, but the quality of the food is just it's not. You eat Denny's because you're sad, not because you want five-star dining, all right? (laughs) So, yeah, I made scrumble. I invented scrumble. It was a purposefully soul food, crappy-tasting thing that made you sick every time you ate it, but you felt good nonetheless. Scrumble existed. I don't make it anymore. Now, another thing, like scrumble, uh, it's something I invented at Wawa, not so much as I cooked, but it was called the Tummy Hurdy Bowl. And it was back when we had the uh, the gyro meat and the sasiki sauce. So I would make a custom mashed potato mac and cheese bowl. So sasiki sauce, gyro meat, and hummus, and feta cheese on top of mashed potatoes, macaroni, tomatoes, onions, and sunflower seeds and carrots. Every time I ate that, I ended up in the bathroom for 25 minutes. But let me tell you, in that 26th minute... I reflected and said, I'm going to do this again tomorrow. Best tasting meal ever. Anyways, then the the last one. Now, so far, I've been telling you things that actually were screwed up. The lighter fluid, that's on me. Me not chopping my vegetables, that's on me. Scrumble, entirely me, even though my brother loved it. I'm just pointing that out. Uh, stomach hearty bowl, 100% on me. This one is not on me, but I'm going to tell this story anyways. And it's the story of, as my friend likes to call it, the time I poisoned a girl. And that's not what happened, but that's what he says. So there was a ping pong tournament and I was going to win. I used to be fire. I still am fire at ping pong. All right. And I got eliminated in the first round by this girl because my friend was a jerk and he was standing behind me yelling in my ear like, Miss, you're going to drop it. You suck. The entire time. So I lost in quick order. 
which was BS, because I could have still, to this day, I saw this girl at Wawa one time, I forgot her name, but I would have beat her, 100% would have beat her, and I wanted a rematch, but anyways, so I lost, but, you know, she's kind of cute, and I was like, you know what, uh, this is back when I had the, the whole coffee bar in my dorm, where people used to come in and tip me to make them coffee, so they'd bring their mugs in, and I would just make them a big old steaming cup of whatever, so I had gotten a box of, like, the chai concentrate from Walmart because it was on sale or something. I'm not a big chai drinker. I'm a big uh, coffee drinker. So, but the girl comes over. She's like, I want chai. And I was like, all right. So I made a hot vanilla chai, just basic. It was steamed chai concentrate and milk. I don't remember what type of milk it was. And vanilla syrup. Mixed it all up. Bada bing, bada boom. Apparently, girl had an allergic reaction and said she almost died or some crap like that. I don't know. It got, said she got all red and puffy. I don't remember this. All I remember was some sneezing. And so my friend swears I poisoned her. And now I'm just like, all right. Now, I took this seriously because I'm just like, obviously, I took it seriously. I checked. All my bar utensils were clean. They were sanitized. You know, the, the steam wand was wiped. It wasn't cross-contaminated between different types of milk. The cup was her cup that she brought to my dorm, so that couldn't have been me. It was a brand new bottle of chai. The syrup was, uh, I don't know if you guys ever tried skinny syrups. You can find them in like Marshalls or whatever, but it is flow grown. We only do, we support local businesses around here. There are no carbs, no sugar. They taste pretty all right, and they're made in Florida. Jordan Skinny Syrups for the win. Again, not sponsored because nobody sponsors me, but I use them the entire time. I had plenty of people drink those syrups. Nobody ever had a problem with them. So it wasn't the syrups, wasn't the chai, wasn't the milk, wasn't my machine, wasn't her cup. The only thing I could think of is it was her. And like, if so well, what if she was allergic to something in the chai? She asked me to make a chai. Like I gave her the, I showed her the box of what I was using. If there was something she was allergic to in the chai, don't you think maybe she would have told me? I didn't add any extra ingredients or anything. It was just milk tea concentrate and vanilla syrup that she asked for so I, I i don't understand how she got sick it was nothing that i did she was allergic to something in the beverage but how am i supposed to know what you're allergic to if you don't tell me hey don't use this we learned from that and we started to be even more careful and i was already careful because when i was working at the nsu starbucks People did get sick a couple of times because of what some of the other baristas did. So I always was going out of my way to make sure we actually had a time where they thought that I poisoned somebody. Again, how does this happen to me multiple times in the same three months? But somebody got sick from a drink that got made. And funny story, they're trying to blame me. I wasn't even the one working the bar. I was at the freaking register. So... You played yourself. But I have so many stories about fake Starbucks. We could talk about that another day. I don't want to roast them too hard just because it was ages ago. I'm sure everything has changed over there, and I don't want to be that person holding on to old stuff. So I only tell the funny stuff. You know, I don't want to roast NSU too badly right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, how am I? I'm turning this into a cereal. I said I wouldn't do that because I didn't get approval from Captain Crunch. That's a joke all the way from episode two. You're welcome. Now, as you heard, uh, there's a lot of times that I've screwed up or stuff has got screwed up around me. It's like, that's awful. And you say you're good at cooking? I never said I was good at cooking. 
I said I made some decent food. So we're going to go over the fact that I make some decent food because I don't, first of all, my coffee, A1. Nobody's ever told me I make a bad cup of coffee. I would like to point out, by the way, that before that girl had her whole allergic reaction, she's like, wow, this chai tastes amazing. That's right, it did. I made it. Like, then she got sick and apparently I almost died. That's not what happened. You know what? You do you. So my coffee was amazing. Uh, my chili is amazing. You can't mess up chili, though. You, you cook the meat, you put all the canned stuff in, the tomatoes, the beans, the, uh, chili powder, you just stir it. It's not hard. Can't mess that up. Uh, I make good burgers now. I used to make burgers weekly. Now nobody comes over anymore. I even tossed my portable grill in the trash a couple weeks ago. I wasn't using it. And of course... You were all waiting for this, the big moment. Shadows claim the fame, which is hilarious because there is no Asian ancestry in my family. I mean, my Starbucks mother and father would be offended that I said that because they're <coughs> they're both Asian. But I love I love you guys, my Starbucks mom and dad. Love you guys more than my real mom and dad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. They're both Asian, so maybe that's where it came from. I always tell them I've grown up to be a good Asian boy. I got good grades, and I make an amazing fried rice. All right? You all know I was going to bring that up. You've seen my Instagram. You've seen one of That's like my favorite food. I talked about it the other day. I can't make a noodle bowl. I'm not that talented. So, yeah. That's some, that's some food for thought. Me being able to cook, me not being able to cook. Maybe one day you guys will come over and you can test it for yourself. Hopefully by then I'll be able to actually cook more than one or two decent dishes. Um, And uh, otherwise we'll just order Domino's. I've had to do that a couple times, but it's fine. We may even splurge for real pizza. No shade at Domino's. I love Domino's. There's Domino's right by my apartment I go to all the time. Anyways, now I'm going to go and grab some food myself because I'm getting hungry talking about it. And I will be back. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.